Man, I'm I'm excited for this. Oh, I'm pumped. I'm thrilled. This is gonna be the best podcast ever. Uh-huh. Because I have a living human human being in this place. Yep. What's up, friends? Welcome to the beautiful mess where we talk about tools and tactics to improve your life. You'll notice something very different in this episode if you're watching. If you're not, be sure to go to YouTube, Facebook. Oh, Spotify, they've got it there, but I've got the amazing, wonderful Ridge Allen, the one and only. He's a fantastic photographer. If you need a photographer, there is only one person I would recommend to you at this point, and that is Ridge. Peter McKinnon. <laughs> I mean, Peter's okay. Yeah, Peter's all right. I've taught him a few things, but of course. I mean, you've got Ridge. And then Peter McKinnon, like it's it's like a whole other level once you get the ridge level. It's like you're over the ridge, yep. over the, over the <laughs> over the hedge, over the ridge. Yep. So, just a little backstory. Ridge helped me move into my apartment when I moved here to Chattanooga. It was like the best warm welcome you could ask for. Like that made me feel like at home coming to Chattanooga. It's like, oh man, like people, they're nice. I I love it. Um. That's that southern hospitality. You see, I was I was walking down the stairs and I was probably heading off somewhere, and then all of a sudden, lo and behold, I see somebody like pulling around with this big, this big old like moving truck. I don't know if it was a Penske or like you know two men in a truck or whatever brand it was, but I saw this big white truck, and I had just moved into my apartment about like you know two three weeks maybe prior to that, so like not not too much earlier. And you know, I was I didn't have the lo- the the luxury or liberty of having a moving truck or whatever. It was just me and my my mom and my stepfather and a car like your three cars full of stuff in a truck and all of that. And so, you know, having to carry the, all of that stuff up all on my own or whatever with the help of, you know, like my mom helping me out. But she's mainly just watching, kind of supervising. But um, so I knew I knew what it was like to have to, like, pull up all of that stuff on my own. And, you know, I saw him and his wife and then like their three kids at the time. Now they have a fourth. Um, and so, you know, the whole Southern hospitality thing is true. And yeah, just wanted to lend a hand where I could. The moral of the story is move to Chattanooga and mm-hmm. have friends like Ridge. Uh huh. Have me as your neighbor. That is the moral of the story. Highly recommend. Highly mm-hmm. recommend. And before I continue, I will turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you could hear it before, but the air conditioning unit was on. And so I know the picture was great because Ridge was in it, but the audio, I don't know if you can hear that, but now it's gone. We're, we're good now. I think our, our recording is better now that you're yeah. doing that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should leave it in. I yeah, think yeah. it adds like a richness, like mm-hmm. an undertone so that people can fall asleep. Yeah. It, you might be able to sell that as like a white nose, yeah. maybe an app. Um, yeah. You were interested in making an app at one point, right? I, I was. I was. Yeah. Um, so it was basically kind of an organizational app because I, I haven't been diagnosed per se or like tested of ADD or ADHD. And I couldn't tell you anything that distinguishes the two between the two. Um, but this app that I had um, was going to be this organizational application that would essentially like, you know, most most college students use three like learning online. They're called OLEMs, like online learning management systems or OL, whatever the acronym is. Um, like LMS, learning management system. Is yeah. That it? And so it's like, you know, Blackboard, Moodle, Canvas, those sorts of things. And so like in high school, you might have used like a different one. I forget what it was called, like Blackboard. Um, and so like different different um, schools and universities and uh, even companies use those to kind of like assign tasks and whatnot to their employees or um, for schoolwork. And so at one point or still to this day or whatever, at least, you know, I guess last semester more so when I cared about school, um, um, I had this idea because I, I forget everything. Like if I don't have it like 
either wrote down on pen and pa- pen and paper or um you know just have it like just looking at me 24 7 like i'm gonna forget whatever it is that like i need to do and so like um I had this idea to where like, okay, so there's canvas Moodle blackboard. And so like, why can't there be like this app where like, I can just go on this and this app not only tells me like what I need to do for school, but also like what I need in my personal life. And then also why can't I like, I need something that can help me break down like my to-do list of like tasks that day. So like, whether it's, you know, like, oh, empty dishwasher, make bed, it can be something as simple as that brush teeth or something like that, or whether it's something a little bit more like intricate, like oh, I need to export files from Lightroom and build an online gallery for a client, deliver the gallery to the client, um, make client calls or something for like a personal, like a personal or like, I guess that's more so my work life, but those are kind of like personal things. But I wanted like one application to where like all of that could be tied into one. And I know that Google, um, Google Calendar, you can like sync and like you could export your school calendar, at least from Canvas. Um, you could export your calendar into Google, Google uh, Calendar. However, that was just like a simple one-time export and that wasn't like a like a continuous thing. So that way, like, you know, like if if your professor like changed the due date for like an assignment or a test or like homework or something like that, that wasn't reflected on the Google calendar. And so you didn't know. And so I wanted something that was like talking back and forth like 24-7 that would like stay up to date with those things because me, I'm gonna forget. I'm gonna forget like if I'm not looking at it or whatever and have it readily available. And so I thought about doing that. Um and kind of building this app, but I have never done any, like, I don't know anything about software design or software engineering or any of that stuff. Um, and so it was like a long intricate, um, task. And I kind of had a friend that I was like doing this process with walking through like some of the legal stuff, like just getting started. Um, and we had, we had contacted some like, uh, program developers, like, uh, computer engineer people that would like help us build the program. Um, and they had given, they had given us an estimate of like what it was going to cost and like Basically for like these sorts of like things where like, you know, somebody's like customly designing you a piece of like very intricate software or whatever. Like they were like, they just kind of give you a range of what it's going to go for. You can find some people that will give you like a cost that they're going to do it for, but there, there might be like some add-ons and stuff, but they basically this like engineering place that we were in communication with was out of like, they were based in Paris. Um, so Paris, France, and they were saying that it was going to be anywhere from 50,000 to a hundred thousand dollars. And so, you know, being college students or whatever, you know, and maybe only having, you know, like, I mean, I'm pretty, I guess, like maybe financially blessed for a college student with the opportunities to go and like shoot weddings and like shoot other kind of um, like events or something like that. But like, you know, I might have been lucky if I have like, you know, maybe five, ten thousand dollars in my bank account, let alone like, you know, like the overhead investment of like, you know, fifty, a hundred thousand dollars. And that's like that's just the initial overhead investment. And there's probably going to be more for like, you know, advertising. You have to market the product to sell it. And so. Um, so there was just going to be like, you know, typically you spend like half of your, you know, like initial like overhead budget on like just marketing so that we would have had to set aside maybe, you know, like potentially $25,000, just for advertising stuff. That's but. crazy. That's crazy. So man, you, you have like a very like diverse background. Like you can do like the entrepreneur kind of stuff. Like I, you, you kind of have that like mindset. I can tell like you, you, you have that like desire to create something like you know, that isn't there. Um, I think that shows also in your photography because like, obviously, you know, everyone sees the same scene, but I think the photographer like way of viewing things is very different. Um, so I guess like real quick, if you want to give like the, 
listeners like kind of a little bit of your background like obviously right now you're in school right like you're mm-hmm. kind of going growing the yep. paces like you're 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 but you're you're kind of feeling like you're you're ready to be done you're ready to uh go on to that next thing like what what are you thinking is like your next step in your life like what do you feel like you might want to do oh what is the next step what do i want to do it, you know just small question small question well let's see well, I guess my, I mean, number one, my, uh, my faith, I'm a Christian that plays a large role into what I, you know, ultimately want to do because I know I have, you know, there's kind of separate things that kind of like play into that. And so like, there's my wants and my desires. And then I kind of feel like, you know, there's kind of like whatever, like the Lord has in store for me. And like, that doesn't mean that those two things are separate, but it could it, like, those two things could be very well like together, but you know, like maybe it's a little push and pull. Maybe it's like, you know, like you know, like I'm going to go do the Lord's will over here, but like I can still use like some gift that he's given me to do that will that he has set out. Um, and so like, you know, our, our kind of like roles um, as Christians is to, you know, live out the great commission and like go and make disciples among the nations. And so um, in some realistic way with, you know, maybe that was a different route than what y'all were expecting for me to go on. But um, in some, in some former capacity, I would love to be able to, you know, make, make um, media content for, maybe it's like a Christian organization. I thought about like even taking a trip over to um, the Middle East going over there and just, you know, like the, you know, like the coffee table books, you know, like yeah, the yeah, people yeah, have yeah. on their coffee tables where it's just like, just like photos of like, you know, maybe old like classic muscle cars or antiques or, you know, like models from the fifties or something like that. So like it's still in the back of my head, but I would love to go over and travel to uh, the Middle East and basically like, kind of go to the key points in the and like key places um, where key points happened in the Bible and like take photos of that. Obviously, you know, so I'm not cool. going to be able to go to all of those places because yeah. it's like kind of up in the air like, okay, where's the Garden of Eden? I don't know. Um, so I can't go to all of those, all of those places, but I would love to go to like certain like key places um, like in the Bible where like things happen just to kind of give like, you know, like as you're like reading along the Bible, I would love for this thing to be called like the Bible and like where it happened. So that way, like, you know, as I'm a really visual person, hence, you know, me being being a photographer, but, um, you know, like that way, when you're going along in scripture, like I need to have like some like, you know, contextual information of like what, it, you know, like where could they have been? Like, what is this like? Because I, I like to paint the scene in my head. And if I can't paint that scene in my head, then I'm just kind of like none of it like really like means anything to me or not, not means anything. But like, it's hard for me to like imagine what's happening if I don't have like the context behind the thing. You know, that's why a preacher is kind of explaining, you know before he goes into the passage or after he reads the passage, he's like, okay. And like, you know, the context back then was really different. This is like, you know, why certain things were significant in that passage. Um, and so I would love to kind of help paint some of that like context. That's it. brilliant. I mean, who doesn't want like a, a nice little thing that they can put on their table and like, you know, you could look through it like both prayerfully or just like, just interested in like what historically like that would have looked like, or right. just, you know, take yourself there while, you know, that's that's a brilliant idea man the entrepreneur in you just coming out like you know all, all this good stuff now we have that crisp crisp audio mm-hmm. maybe we make some asmr <laughs> <laughs> and another talent of ridge is voiceovers so mm-hmm. if you need any voiceovers he's very talented he before the show we were going through i have this cool like rolly seaboard it's kind of like a weird keyboard where you can touch it and as you touch it, like you can impact the sound by like moving your finger on the note. It's bizarre. You can slide it up and down. And Rich was going through that keyboard and going through all the different sounds and naming them. And I thought that 
he could have a job as like the namer of sounds. Uh, what was, I think my favorite might've been the macaroni mm-hmm. that. Yeah. There was one sound. I don't remember what it even sounded like. It, it was like some deep, rich tones. And then all of a sudden it threw in this, like, and I said, Oh, they they threw in the macaroni noises. <laughs> yeah, man. Like that, that just there, that. I, I don't know if you've heard of like this. There's like this type of um, video or like, like send, like, what is it? ASMR. I forget mm-hmm. what it sounds like or like the, the, what it stands for, but like, it's this whole genre of like video media that like, it's all about like, I don't know, waking your senses by like, you know, like, it, I don't know. It's, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. If you've never seen it before, like I accidentally came across it one day and I was like, accidentally, it was, it was just like random. Like, I was like, what is this? Like they, they get like silly putty and uh-huh. like different, like, you know, I don't know. It's, and that's all that it is. It's just a man playing with silly putty in front of a mic and a, and a camera for, you know, three hours straight. <laughs> so maybe, maybe that'll be your next role. <laughs> okay. So I've got a bunch of questions here and like Ridge prepared for this way better than I did, which is crazy. I, I just like came up with these awesome questions and then like I I never heard from him since then. And then like he comes over and he's like, I've got these notes and they're color coded and man, it's it's pretty. Oh, look, look at that. If you're watching. I don't know if the screen is even exposed properly, but yeah, that, that's why they're I on there. <laughs> Trust me. See, if Ridge would have set up this camera setup, we wouldn't have been overexposed. That, that's that's my bad. That's my bad. So let's start things off. Um, what would you say, like, how did you get, like, I don't know, where'd your creative genius come from? Or, like, how did you get into photography? Like, why photography? So, okay, two different questions. I'll give you a couple different answers. So, why did I get into photography, Paul? Yes, yes, why? All right, so the answer to that can be broken down into two categories, and those two categories would be, one, money. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. I mean, that's that's practical. Right. I like it, I like and it. And then the second one being females, girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you I, probably I wouldn't... I didn't see that one coming. I know, you probably wouldn't be like, oh, you know, he really, like, you know, is trying to pull some girls, you know, photography is you know the way the way to pull girls you know that's probably not what you were thinking guys take good notes take good notes so the reason why i say girls is you know okay you know maybe this girl is going to eventually watch this one day so awkward you but, never know yeah, yeah um so there was this girl back in the day that i dated um in my junior year of high school i graduated in 2018 so i guess this is 2017 or maybe 2016 i don't know forget um, so 2016, 2017, I don't know the time frame. Does not important. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But I dated this girl. Her name was Bella. And beautiful at this name. point, it was a very beautiful name. It's literally but, beautiful. Oh, that's what it means. Yeah. I just yeah. now put that together. Two and two. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like two and one and one. And then all of a sudden they go, that's two. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm dating this girl named Bella. It means beautiful, if you didn't know that. Um, and she this is this is before the point that i'd ever even had like a camera like a professional camera or whatever like i had an iphone 6 6 plus no 6 i don't know if they had a 6 plus i forget i had an iphone 6 and i you know took some photos on that or whatever not like i think i tried to be artsy every once in a while like i would take some like 
oh, like the sun was coming in through like the window at like just this right light and it like hit this flower. And so like, you know, you tap on the screen and then you like drag down your finger and you can like pull down the exposure a little bit. And I, I took a couple of those artsy photos or whatever, but nothing like too like it wasn't like my passion was to, like go out and like take photos like I didn't have that passion. But Bella, Bella liked to take photos. <laughs> She had a camera and she was always like, oh, yeah, let's like go out and take photos. And that's what like some of her and her friends were into. And I was like, OK, like I'll go. I'll go with Bella. Like I'll go take some photos with Bella or whatever. I mean, I, I got to give you props for like starting out with the iPhone and being able to like change the slider. That That's like top notch. Like that's pro level iPhone yep. right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people, they just click the button. Uh-huh. You were, you were playing button. with the sliders. I was playing with the sliders. Gentlemen, learn, listen up, listen up, play with the sliders. Um, one day it'll get you a girlfriend. I don't know. Can't, I don't make any promises. Um, so she had the camera. So she, had she the was camera. the one with the knowledge and like the skills or did she have the skills? Were you she the did, one that like, yeah, she had, she had both or whatever. She was really artistic and like, she had really cool ideas, but she just liked to go out and explore. And like, this is, this is at the point in my life where I had like just moved down to Memphis. I was just getting plugged, plugged in with my friends down there and I'd met Bella. I think I'd, I don't know. I think I'd met her literally over Snapchat or something, but she happened to go to my church. Um, and so it like all worked out. We dated for a little bit. And during the time that we dated, she would be like, Oh, let's go take photos and like explore. And so like when she met like explore, like we would go to like abandoned buildings and like Whoa. those, like we'd go like underneath like the Memphis bridge where like literally like apparently my friends think I almost fell off of the bridge or whatever. I don't think so. But they said that they like, if I would have continued to fall straight down, I just would have died. Wait, wait, but, you fell. No, I didn't fall. <laughs> if my friends listen to this they're gonna be like yeah you were definitely like about to fall but we saved you but i'm i you know i don't think that happened i think they're making it up for a dramatic cool story but regardless it's about me and i like attention so i'll take it um so we were you know we'd go and explore and stuff and have a good time and at one point i was just like you know she always likes to take photos and she's like taking photos of me and i'm a romantic and i was like i want to take photos of bella like when i'm out on like a date like I want to have like cute photos of Bella and like what I think started it was like there might have been like some things on Instagram where it was like these like cute little relationships where like people would like take photos of like their significant other and then they would like have like the little like Instax printer and they'd like print out the photo like the little wallet size things and like I was like oh I want to have like those photos of Bella and so I was like well I need to buy like a ca- like I need to buy a perfect like a good camera and so then I had been like working for my grandfather doing stuff and I had spent I don't even know where I bought the camera from. It might've been like eBay or something, but I bought like a, it was my first camera was a Nikon. And sometimes I forget about this, not like talking about, about any Nikon users or whatever, but you know, the whole like menus and the buttons and stuff, just confusing the whole time that I owned it. I never understood it ever. So, so, okay. Nikon, was it like a point and shoot or was it like a one with the it was lens? A Nikon D3100. So it did have interchangeable lenses. Okay. Um, it was like, I don't even know what it would compare to like an EOS rebel T three I or something like that. So like a pretty like, just entry, entry level. level like dslr or whatever like it's great or whatever is full no it was probably apsc yeah 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 i don't think it's full frame um but you know it took it took pictures that look good and it had like the little pop-up flash so you know like that's all you really need um for just like taking photos of like you know if i just want to take photos of like paul right here that's all that i really need i don't need like a whole big nice setup or rig or anything but but now but now oh my goodness hey, we'll get, okay we'll get okay that. i mean just real quick i want to like say that it's so true like taking pictures of other people 
I think is flattering. Like when you came in here, you you took pictures of me like mm-hmm. on your fancy camera and then you showed it to me. I was like, I like that. Like, I like that a lot. Like all of a sudden you you just like went up here, like on my like friend list, like, it was oh. like boost, yeah, like a I boost. Was, like, I was down here. Paul, Paul really didn't like me. That's why he had me on the show today. Well, yeah, I mean, like <laughs> seriously, though, I mean, like that, that was like, man, he, he took a picture of me and it looks amazing. Like I, I like it a lot. Now he has some behind the scenes, some BTS of, you know, like what he's doing up here. You know, now when his friends are like, why do you spend hours up in your spare room upstairs? He's like, I'm recording. And they're like, no, you're not. We know you don't do that. And he's going to be like, look, I have a photo. Like, I am really recording. Yeah. Uh, but it's just me in that picture. Yeah, it's just me. I mean, I guess that's no one will know whether I took that by myself, though. Except if they're watching this. Except there. if they're watching this. Yeah. Yes. You yes. have this proof. I have proof yeah. now that some other human has come up and joined the podcast. This, this is this is good. So, yes. As you were saying, um, Bella photos. Amazing. Yep. yep. So I got the camera, um, got the camera and yeah, I think, I don't remember what the other question was. Oh, like, do you have like a creative genius oh, that like, well, you would, you would kind of ask like, um, why, why I started it. So I said girls and then also money. Yes. And so why I say money or whatever, cause like, I mean, obviously like photographers make money and you might like have like looked into like, you know, getting a senior, you might be like a senior in college. I don't know. Like who's who's like listening to this but like you know you've probably like looked into like having a photographer at some point in your life whether it's like for family photos for whatever and you know you might be like shocked to hear the prices of like oh like they're gonna charge you like you know i would be baffled if any charter if any photographer is charging you less than like a hundred dollars an hour that's like you know honestly i'll be honest if like if somebody's trying to get you for less than a hundred dollars an hour that's really not worth your time because like like it's not just like like hour that they're with you or whatever like they're taking that home and they're probably gonna like look and edit the photos for probably like an hour or two with that and then like you know that photographer has to pay for like you know the subscriptions to edit the photos they have to pay for like a service to deliver the photos and so like there's a lot of costs that like are incorporated into that but um so why why money or whatever when i first got really into photography when i got like serious about it at this point i had already sold my can or the nikon uh camera or whatever i'd sold it like once Bell and I broke up, I didn't want the camera anymore, so I sold it. Um, it, was, it was too closely connected. We had our relationship was only like six months or something. But um, so I was devastated. Um, so I got rid of the camera. I didn't want any emotional ties to it anymore. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. It was a rough one. I spent three years in my room after that. Never came out of it. That's a lie. I lied. Um, Until you got a new camera. Yeah. So after after Bella or whatever, there's another girlfriend. We're not going to talk about her, though. Um, and then... Um, after Bella and that girlfriend, um, I soon went on to college and the college that I chose to go to is Mississippi College in Jackson, Mississippi. So it's right. Um, well, it's in Clinton, Mississippi. It's right next to Jackson, Mississippi, which is uh, the. You know, I think I think I've been to Jackson, Mississippi once. Yeah, there's really not much there. So there's a hotel. Yeah. So if you haven't been there, just know that you're literally not missing out on anything. So I was down in school down there and this is my freshman year and I'm sitting in a business some like business it was it was called business for life like a very like basic overview of like business i couldn't even tell you like a single thing that i learned in that class but um i'm sitting there and naturally i'll be honest i like to eavesdrop on conversations and so now i know now you know now you know i'm warned yes a fair warning take note of it take note of this and so i'm sitting there and at the end of class like every every day at the end of this class so probably monday wednesday fridays when i had it it was probably like at like noon or maybe nine in the morning or something. And 
every every day after this class like i'd hear this like this like you know this interesting looking dude like two or three rows back like talking to this girl named grace and he was always talking about like video and photo and stuff and i was like for some reason i just like kept like eavesdropping i don't know why but then like at one point i remember this guy and his name is brent and brent today is like one of my my best friends like in the world i love brent just an incredible guy and, and he knows now that you were eavesdropping oh he knows now i've told him i've told him that uh, we talk about this story and we're just like look at how like you know like good the lord is like he brought us like this like amazing friendship brent's like an amazing guy i love brent um and um so brent's like you know talking to this girl named grace and he's like saying like oh you know i can go and shoot like a wedding video on the weekend and like come and make like you know two thousand dollars on the weekend you were like cha-ching. And i was like cha-ching. i saw dollar signs in my eyes because you know before this or whatever you know my parents like going off to college like that i was very blessed and like they pay for like a good bit of my college i'm still like you know i still have like some of it under under my own belt or whatever um which i'm great which i'm grateful for thanks mom um you know she's gonna watch this later i'm sure and then um but um lost my train of thought because i'm like thinking about my mom watching the video and what she's gonna think um brent brent got you thinking dollar signs brent got me thinking dollar signs oh okay so i had like some my own financial responsibilities mainly like you know um car insurance for an 18 year old boy 180 dollars a month that's at least what i was paying yikes thanks usaa usaa is the best i know they're they're pretty great but i mean 180 bucks usaa that that is a little high yeah but so it's, it's mean, come down since then i think i'm paying 150 now but regardless uh, besides the point um you know so i'm paying 180 dollars a month and like when you go to college like you're making all these friends and you're like going out to waffle house until like you know two three in the morning like every single night or whatever and you're spending like you know oh here's five dollars here's eight dollars whatever and, like i remember going to college i think i had like eight dollars eight or eight hundred dollars in my account or whatever and so i was like oh i'll be like good for a little bit like a few months or whatever and like literally i think after the first two months i was like all right, I'm not so good anymore. Um, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I need some income. I'm like I need to pay for my bills. Um, and so I was like, okay, like what, what do I, like, what do I do? Cause at this point, like I didn't have my other camera. Like I wasn't even into like photography or anything like that. And I was just like, Oh, I'm a business major. Like I can go get a job at like, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, and then thankfully, you know, this one day, like I'm listening to Brent or whatever. And I think I, I don't remember what it was, but like, I had, I'd stayed after class eavesdropping again, you know, as I typically did Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Thanks, Brent. And I, I started to talk to Brent and I was like, Hey, like, cause it was just really interesting. I would ask him all these questions about cameras and like photo and video. Cause he was always talking about it. And at one point I remember he's like, dude, if you spend this much money on this camera, like right now, I'll, I'll hire you out like this whole upcoming year to like second shoot video with me. And he's like, I'll pay you a hundred dollars a weekend. And I was like, how, how expensive was his camera? It was a, it was a, it was a 14, $1,600 camera or whatever at the time. So you had to have some faith in rent. So I had to have some faith in it. And at this point, at this point in time, like, keep in mind, like I had like, I had less than $800. Like it was like probably around like 200, maybe like 150, maybe even less. I don't know. And so like, obviously, you had to make a leap of faith to like yeah, so buy this. Obviously I didn't have the, the funds for this camera. And so like, what do you do when you don't have money? You go to your mom, <laughs> listen up again. <laughs> so I went to my mom and I was like explaining this whole situation. And for some reason, I don't know why I think it was like the Lord again, but like, she knew that like, you know, I wasn't like academically gifted or blessed or anything. And so she, she saw like, 
I was more like creative and like nimble with my like hands and like what I, what I could do, um, I guess like physically or something. And so she was like, all right. Like she, she took the leap of faith and she's like, all right, Ridge. So are we back? We, we are back in live. We, we just had to restart the camera because I have a Canon camera, which has a time limit. So every time it hits 30 minutes, actually 2995, I think it is. It'll just like, nope, can't record anymore. Thank you, Kenan. Mm-hmm. And the reason why that actually is, I just learned this from one of my friends, one of my buddies. Um, but the reason why is, so if the camera can only record to 29, like 95 or 2999 or whatever the time period is or whatever, um, like however many seconds, it is still classified as a camera. But the second it goes over like 29, like 59 or whatever, and goes into like the 30 minute range or whatever, it's considered a camcorder. And those those cameras are taxed at a different rate. And what? so there's a different tax that goes into it. And so like this tax, this camera is taxed at a different rate than like, you know, uh, like a, a black magic, you know, camera or whatever, because those, you know, those are just going to record until you run out of space or battery or whatever. So, yeah, so that's why. So there must be like a tax advantage of making it a camera versus yep. a camcorder. Yep. yep. Okay. Mind blown. Yep. Thank you, government, for giving me a time limit. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the government. But yeah, so I went to my mom and she gave me a loan and she was like, hey, Ridge, for some reason, for some reason, she believed in me. And she was like, hey, Ridge, like, you know, I'll give you this room, this loan. I'll give you the mommy loan. Yeah. And it's going to be, you know, this like she basically bought me the camera and she's like, all right, over the next year, you have to pay this off. But like for some reason, she like believed in me. Like she had never yeah. seen any of my like photos before this or anything like that. So like, I don't know. I don't know. Like I love my mom and like, I'm super grateful for it um, because of like where it's gotten me now. But like, I don't know. She like took the $1,500 plunge on me or whatever. Like she had the money to do it or whatever. It wasn't like make or break for her. Um, but like, you know, she, she very much gifted me and blessed me with but, that. Like, so let's be real. If you didn't probably get that camera, you likely wouldn't be here. Like where you are, like as far as photography goes, like, which kind of makes me ask a quick question. Like, what's up? Do you think gear matters? Like, because obviously, like, you know, people, they go onto YouTube, they watch tons of videos and they're like, does gear really matter? Like, should I buy the super expensive camera or, you know, is it fine getting like the, or just using your phone? Yes and no. I'm trying to figure out how to answer this, like in the best way possible. Yes and no, because if so, like, okay. If one, I'll answer it in like two ways. If gear mattered then like some of the people that have like astronomical budgets like let's say like i make you know like you know over 200k a year or something and i was like okay i want to have like another like form of income so i'm going to start a youtube channel like i have an idea or whatever i have people that are going to help me with it and then you drop like you know 30 grand into like all of the the gear and the setup or whatever you can have the best gear and the best setup and all of that things and like your video your video your podcast or whatever your content that you're creating like still isn't going to come together because you have to be like you have to know how to use the gear yeah and so like you know the gear does matter but like as you're just getting started why would you have like the most expensive gear because like it's like you know like you know my first car like when i got when my parents like gave me my first car it was like a hand-me-down car but i totaled that car like if i if i would have had like a brand new car i would have totaled a brand new car but like you know i need to like learn on something that's not like the nicest thing or whatever like it's a blessing if you have the opportunity to like you know, if your parents are going to buy you the camera or whatever and like they're happy to buy you like a you know a ten thousand dollar camera or something with like all of the lenses and all of that then like you know i guess that's like that's their call to do but like you know 
my first camera was a like it was a couple year old Nikon D3100 and I bought it it was like a couple like I was like the third or the fourth owner of it and like I just learned on that or whatever it was what I could afford I I paid for that with my own money and so like you can get started on something simple and like you know once you start charging money for your shoes or whatever once you start to see the value in your product and people start to see the worth in it then like you're eventually going to be able to like okay I understand my worth I understand my value and you're going to like you're going to make a profit and an income on those shoots and so then you can you know use that profit and put it into nicer gear because like typically the clients i don't think the clients or the customers are going to know the difference in the like the the quality of the gear like yeah yeah, there might be some like obvious like differences if you're going to shoot on like you know like i can even think of like another camera brand besides like canon nikon or leica yeah leica okay but like i'm trying to think of something like super like not good um but like you could shoot on something like not good and maybe your clients could tell the difference but like the chances of like your client who like are uneducated about like like photo and video that are going to be able to tell the difference between like uh like a thousand dollar lens versus a like you know a three hundred dollar lens like they're probably not going to be able to tell what the end result is or whatever like you're going to be able to tell because you're you're creating it you know the capabilities of the gear but like the clients aren't going to notice and so like you know shoot on what you have and like once you like have built up that skill and like feel confident in that and then like, you know, use the money that you're going to make and then put that back into your business. So that that's brilliant. Yeah. I, I remember when I first started out with photography, it was like the, the little digital cameras, like mm-hmm. the, the cheap ones, like probably like 30 bucks from Walmart or whatever. And then my big upgrade was to get the Canon. What was it? The elf power shot elf. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Okay. So, it's like those point and shoot cameras, uh-huh. but it was like one of those nicer, like it was a, a really compact camera. I love that thing. I took so many pictures on it. And I think like when you have a – and technology is allowing you to get more compact, you know, stuff that can take good pictures. Um, I wish I, I like learned the art a little bit better when I was like first starting out, but you know, there's – you just have to take a lot of pictures to get better. I, I would right. imagine, right? And what, what what advice would you have to someone that's like starting out photography? Like, how should they go about like learning? Do they need to get a course? Do they need to watch Peter McKinnon? Like, what what would you recommend for someone that's just starting out with photography? Yeah. So I guess the question was like, if I was just starting out all over again, like, yeah, like what yeah. would I do? If you were dating Bell again? If I was dating Bell again, well. No, Bella was great. I don't talk poorly about any of my exes, but um, if I was just starting out in photography again, how would I like want to go about like the whole learning process of like trying to understand the camera and like, you know, composition, lighting, like all that kind of stuff. And I guess like the, I don't know if I would want to do anything differently um, because, you know, ultimately it's gotten to me like where I am today. And I'm not saying that because like, I'm not like, you know, like some like, you know, Instagram famous photographer or something that like, I'm not like killing the game or anything. Not yet. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm so grateful for all the opportunities and stuff that I've had. I've been very humbled by them. Just this opportunity to be on this podcast right now, it's a very humbling experience. Um, and so how I learned was I was very blessed with the fact that like, you know, as I had said earlier, like I had been, um, like my friend Brent, the guy that I'd been eavesdropping on in, in one of my classes, my business skills for life class or whatever, um, he quickly became one of my best he he became my best friend and he became my mentor um and so he taught me i was able to have somebody like sit down with me and like 
walk me through like what some of the settings meant on the camera what is like shutter speed what is iso what is the aperture what is like white balance like all of these things like yeah because i didn't know those and like yes you can 100 percent absolutely learn those online you can go to youtube and like literally learn any of that stuff and i did learn a lot of that stuff online i still like had to like i watch peter mckinnon's videos all the time like trying to learn like like what what's is up yeah, what's up everybody what's it's up? peter mckinnon yeah and then like his friend uh maddie maddie yeah maddie hapoja yeah maddie hapoja or whatever yeah and so like all of those guys like made their like you know they're the same videos of like you know like what is shutter speed what is iso what is aperture they're pretty good and they're yeah and they're really well made and like i watched all of them because i literally like i would watch it and i'd be like i don't get it and so i had to watch it again and like i had to like go out and just like play with the random little like knobs and dials until i was like oh this is what that means (laughs) i was like (laughs) i think the biggest thing is whenever you figure out what bokeh is or do you say bokeh bokeh or bokeh i think at first i started saying bokeh but now i just say bokeh or I said bokeh at first, and yeah, I don't know. If yeah, that's yeah. What I, said, I, yeah. I like bokeh. Yeah, yeah. Bokeh's yeah. the like, you know, like there's not like a huge separation from us, like with the wall, but like bokeh's kind of like the the like if we're in focus right now, bokeh's like what's not in focus, kind of behind. So yeah, if it focuses on his phone, yeah. So now we're kind of like you know blurred. That's kind of the bokeh, the situation. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. So you'll have to watch it to get the full effect, but yeah, that. I, we I, we just did a live demo of what yeah. bokeh looks like yeah it's just blurriness beautiful it's the, blurriness it's the blurriness but yeah so i had some like i had some like um some youtube university uh tutorials that i watched and then i also had you know like real life just doing shoots just learning it for myself and then i also was super 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 blessed with having somebody that was able to sit down with you and yeah walk me through it and talk me through it because like if there's just a random question that i had was like hey what does this like button do why like how do i focus on somebody like and they're like walking and moving like if they're like you know moving in and out of like focus like because i was the type of shooter that would just take a photo and like focus take a photo focus take a photo focus take a photo but then i realized that there's continuous tracking and you can hold down this button on the cannon and so when brides are walking down the aisle it'll automatically focus them and just i can snap 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 all while i'm holding that button and it's focused on them but before i was like focus click focus click focus click focus click but yeah whoa whoa wow man technology the brilliance this is the brilliance of ridge (laughs) amazingness wow okay man ridge we could we could go on forever with this like you, you got some like gold gems for anyone starting out in photography i mean um wow yeah i think it's it's amazing like you were saying if you have somebody that's willing to sit down with you to for me it was having somebody that um also had the same camera so if you know somebody that's already into photography and they can recommend a camera that they're familiar with or maybe a line of cameras that they're familiar with and then you can get it and then go to them, show them what, you know, take some pictures with them. They can kind of show you like the ins and outs, like and that way you kind of cut down that learning curve. Uh, super helpful. Um, definitely found that and definitely learn about the the exposure triangle. I think that's. Oh, yeah. I remember watching some videos on the exposure triangle. I honestly couldn't tell you what it is now, but I remember the term, but I'm just, it's whew, yeah. right over me now. I mean, you know exactly <laughs> what they are. I mean, it's the uh, aperture. Oh, 
Yeah, aperture, shutter speed. ISO, shutter speed. Yeah. Oh, See? so they all like play together in like the exposure of the photo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you know, <laughs> if you have your ISO too high, your picture's gonna look too grainy. And right. then like if you have it um if you have your aperture really high, it's gonna look really dark and you know or you're just not going to have much of a uh, separation, separation, yeah. the bo- the bokeh, the yeah. bokeh. Um, and then you have your shutter speed and that matters quite a bit because if you've got your shutter speed super slow, when you take the picture and everyone's moving around, if you're doing a sport picture. And, and it's just a drag. There's a blur <laughs> across the screen. Which can look really cool. And yeah, some people s- use that for long exposure photography, but yeah, like, Go take some pictures of the stars. Like get a tripod and like set the exposure like super, super slow and you'll be amazed what you see. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty fun time. Man, where does the time go? This this has been amazing. We're going to have to have you back on the podcast because I think you have so much uh, information to share with anyone that's interested in learning photography, entrepreneurship. I mean... You're you're just like starting out like I mean you're you're not even out of college yet and you're you're just like you're you're revving to go like I w- I want to be out of college I don't like college <laughs> I don't like the whole college scheme I mean the college just can't keep up with the the Ridge Allen No they can't Nope they've asked me they've asked me to instruct them on how to keep up with them I just don't tell them I haven't gotten back to him I say no comment it's 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 the brilliance of the ridge um so hey rich how can they find you like for the people on the webs well on the webs well if you're so if you're not on the webs you could use a magnifying glass and get down on the hands get down on the floor with your hands and knees and kind of like look for velma you know look like (laughs) velma and and scooby-doo um but if you happen to have the interwebs um i am i have a website um it's called you know ridgeallen.com but please don't go to the website unless you're wanting to book me, then go to the website. But uh, if you want to find my socials, uh, it's just underscore Ridge Allen. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Don't friend me on Facebook. I'm not going to see it until like, you know, a month or two down the road. Um, but yeah, I just use Instagram. Yeah. yeah. I mean, go to his website and like check out his pictures, go to yeah. his uh, Instagram. He's, he's got some cool stuff. He did some pictures for Chick-fil-A. That was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. I used to get 60 free meals a month for Chick-fil-A. That's that's like the best perk you could ever ask for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't don't like pay me fiscal like money. I don't want that. That means nothing to me. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A gift cards. That that's how you get to a man's heart is Mm -hmm. Chick-fil-A gift cards. Ladies, take some notes. Man, I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Ridge. I really appreciate having you on the podcast. And I can't wait to have you back on uh, for some awesome conversations and uh, fellowship well i can't wait to be back on for some more awesome conversations and fellowship i didn't even get through all my notes i still got i still got like you know dude uh, two more two and a half pages of notes i think we got through like two questions i think we, yeah we got so i think we, we definitely have like you know five 28 more episodes maybe yeah, i can talk a lot just give me a question i'll I'll, I'll rerun. It's weird because like I feel like I can't remember hardly anything when somebody asks me a question, but for some reason right now I'm like being able to like have an intelligent conversation. Yeah. You, yeah. Just you wait. The Ridge the Ridge Allen show is coming soon. Oh I, yeah. I, I think he could have his own show. It's it's coming. It might be me streaming playing Xbox or it might be me just sitting staring at the camera making noises. Yeah. I mean I, I think Ridge should make a YouTube channel. That I, I predict that Ridge will have a YouTube channel by 2022. Well, it'll be in 2022. It'll I'll have it by 2023. But I just got to start it. Boom. Paul did it. Paul did it. Look yeah. at look at where he's at now. I mean, 
living the life. Yeah, he's got a whole keyboard behind him. If you started a YouTube channel, you could have a keyboard behind you too. And, and an Ikea plant. And an Ikea plant. <laughs> That's when you know you've made it. Mm-hmm. When you've got the Ikea plant. And the 60 free Chick-fil-A meals a month. Don't miss that. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, messy fam. I'm so glad you joined us for the podcast. Hey, like us on wherever you can or, you know, smash that subscribe button. I guess you're supposed to smash the like button. So smash that subscribe button, follow button, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're there and go follow this man. He's yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm all right. Paul's really cool, too. Hey, we're both awesome. Yeah. Till next time. Stay messy, my friends. Stay messy. Yeah. Boom.